Welcome back to System and Distribute, the podcast where we shout at others, significant others. This is Brent. I've got a beer in my rear. <laughs> what the actual fuck? I'm Peyton. <laughs> I never know. You had to know. No, you had I to never know, that was know what happen. you're going to say until we start. Uh-huh. And it's always a surprise every time. Every every I, time. Every I just, time. <laughs> I don't every know how time. react to it ever. Okay. Brent, would you say that I'm the no. light of your no, life? No. Not. No. The apple of your no. eye? Or the bane of my anus? The beard the of your anus? rear, eh? I would say the he's beard. definitely the banus. That's Jay for me, I'm sure. You're going to need to have to define for me what the colloquial implication is of beer in one's rear. Also, by the way, asshole is one word. Yes, it is one word. Don't listen well, to here's that. a real question: Is who hasn't heard of butt chugging before? No, I know what it is. Butt chugger. Can't okay, say I've ever well, done it, but I know what it is. If one is butt chugging, they have a beer in the rear. I would say they, see, they don't have a beer in their rear. They have beer. They have. I, the I think the goal is to eventually get beer a beer in their posterior. Yeah. When you said the way you phrased it, Jathan, definitely like a I can was thinking like a can or a bottle, bottle of beer in your rear. Yeah. Like and that's not butt plug style, which is right. Not the no, that's yeah, not no, okay that's, because that's not okay. Like if you want, it's not. I don't look. If that's your Saturday night, like whatever. But like, I didn't ever say that I have ever butt. I think you have though. I think you just said I'm the beer in the rear. I said I have a beer in the rear, but that I'm is... currently sitting upright, so the beer is not yet flowing. Brent, if anything, things are flowing into the beer. The beer just needs to be higher than you. It doesn't matter if you're sitting or not. The beer is not higher than you. Okay, well, you did not specify that. Maybe later I'll roll over <laughs> in the middle of the show, it's, and the beer will be this higher. This is so stupid. I cannot fucking believe that Bloomberg Tech just retweeted our last episode Oh and God. here are we are talking no. about butt chugging. Oh, yeah. no. oh my God. <laughs> Thank God that oh didn't happen God. on their episode. Uh, okay. <laughs> on Miko's? Yeah. So we're just going to, let's start over. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're fine. We're fine. That's oh, right. God. <sighs> they knew what Miko was signing up for. So like, you know, I think they're all right. Are you sure? Because yes, yes. I have the idea, okay? That someone was like, oh yeah, it's a, it's a cis salmon podcast? Oh yeah, it'll be fine, sure. I but, mean, that's not inaccurate. And they didn't, well sure, but they didn't actually like listen to us. Well, maybe not, but I, they did listen to the episode we, we did with Nico. But I feel like that was a little tame. It was more straight to the point. It was we wanted a to make sure we could talk about it. A lot tame, sir. Yeah. It was a lot but, tame. That but, was one of I our mean, tamest have, episodes. But it'll probably be we our have warnings ever, everywhere. We have explicit tags uh-huh, in yeah. our fees, yeah. and we have, you know. I've got a warning on, I don't on the disagree website with under you the on About any Show page. I don't dis- disagree with you on this. Anyway. I was just surprised, but sure. I'm not saying that, you know, they're mistaken. I don't think they were mistaken. Just, I mean, maybe I'm kind of excited to hear that we got retweeted by somebody. That's great. Well, <laughs> I mean, it happens fairly often, but you know what I mean, though? Like, but yeah, no, they're and they don't even have that many followers, but like it's Bloomberg. You know, so I mean, granted, it's a it's like a particular team within Bloomberg, but it's still Bloomberg, you know. So that's not too bad. By the way, thank you, Mikos, for coming out and letting us talk to you, and also Clams, you rock, and A Mayor, number one fan. Yeah. The fuck was I? Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so I should probably mention what we're talking about tonight, right? Right. 
Okay. So something. Whatever. We're talking about <laughs> whatever. something. I don't know what it is. Tonight, you know. we are talking about things Jeez, you did mom? not know you needed. Oh. So whether they be physical tools, software tools, skills, talents, experience, things like that. Yes. And you obviously, we will not be able to cover everything because there's lots of things you never know you need until you need them. But we'll cover some that perhaps are broadly applicable or things that you didn't think of. Or just things that we think are fun that you'll actually tell us we're idiots for thinking. Yeah. And I'm not... Javon hates when I do this. But in the interest of... I hate when he literally does anything, <laughs> just so we're clear. That's okay. We okay. hate when he does anything, Don't get too, mad, bro. So, get good. Yeah. In the interest of transparency, this is totally a filler episode. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be well, a bad episode, but it is a well, filler yeah. episode. Yeah. So and I'm always upfront about that. So it will be a little bit more rambly than usual. Which is we do. already pretty rambly. We say that we... because I feel like some of our better episodes that we like, we have a lot of good conversation on, tend to be filler episodes. Mm-hmm. I just say. Mm-hmm. Your mom still... was a filler episode. <laughs> so was your mom. Filler episode? So was your mom. Like, uh, filler. <laughs> filler <laughs> should, I, should I video call her while we're doing this? I think I should. No. No. Stick, My mom's cat stick, died today, you fucking yeah. asshole. How can you? How I'll can send, we'll send her condolences via video call. Do not. She's sleeping. Can you, Are you can sure? You focus. Yeah, it's nine nineteen. Can you focus on the task at hand? Yes, I can. I can also okay. co- video call her while we're doing this too. That is not focusing on the task <laughs> at hand. <laughs> Humans are notoriously bad at multitasking. I'm very good at okay. it. Okay. So, so does anyone have? Wait, before we start kicking this off proper, mm-hmm. does anyone have any banter that they want to get off? I realize this is weird, me asking for banter, because normally it just happens, but, you know. No, you're missing an important part of this where you ask us what we're drinking. I was gonna get to Jesus that, but I Christ wanted to Jay make Don. sure we were done bantering, Jason. Fuck. I'm not, we're not done bantering. The banter intros need to go. Why? Because I am simply done with People it. love the banter. People, that's, you know we what? We spend got, that's too like much banter on they the they intros. They love the banter. The one thing... But they don't love the intro banter. No, they love the banter. No, they love... This is the most banter we do in the show. Yeah. There's some banters scattered out, but this is where most of it happens. We are the most banterific show that's ever been bantered. The one thing we have consistently gotten good feedback on, the thing everybody mentions they love, is the bants. And us making fun of you. The bants. The bants. B-A-N-T-Z bants, Jason. And this was the day that we entered fucking 2020 as a podcast. What? What? Because we just made up a fucking, like, bay or bants. No. What the hell's bants? Banter. bants. Yeah, but bants isn't a word no, for it, real, I feel right? like it is. If you look at, look, all right, someone look it up on Urban Dictionary and tell me if it's short for banter. I'll look Jesus it up. Okay. No, not you with might, I can't figure out how to open my web browser. You might want to try B-A-N-T-S, too, but I'm pretty yeah, sure it's B-A-N-T-Z. Holy shit, it is a word. It's B-A-N-T-S. Yeah, fuck you. Playfully teasing or mocking remarks exchanged with another person or group. Fuck you, Jathan. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> wow. That's the second time you've been proven wrong. I'm gonna put on the bant pants. <laughs> wrong, sir. So wait, is there also bant? I don't think... No, it is no. only bant. Yeah, bants. bants. I think it might be UK in origin. It's plural, so there's no singular form like a bant? No, because you don't have one banter. Yeah, you don't have one banter. You banter. It is a verb. So you are now but what if I just? What if I just? We are all. Bantering. What if I just want to? I just want to bant. Don't bant. You bant. You don't, I can't. No, bant. You yeah, you bant. have bants. Well, he has ants and get the and and crabs, get the bants. You know, but you 
and you banter. Banter is the verb form. Bants is the noun form. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You better recognize Mr. Bant. Yeah. Anyways. Fuck you yeah. and your baseline. <laughs> this is, I expected as much, Jathan, from someone who thought asshole was two words. <laughs> so. <laughs> I fucking love it. He's dude. been trolling me, like, for the past two days, be like, asshole is two words. Well, that argument went on between us for like two fucking years, and I just completely forgot about it. And then all of a sudden today, I forget what the oh. fuck reminded me, and I was like, I gotta let Brent know that I'm still you know fucking on this. I just this. lost the game. Thank you, Beaches. Fuck it, eh? Thank you, Beaches. It's been so long. Yeah, well. This is a bummer. Man. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, this, wow. Fuck yeah. it. Whatever. What are you guys drinking? <laughs> Go, Jathan. You're first. Well, I'm, you're uh, I'm pouring one out for my homie tonight. Who's your homie? The dead my, cat. I, yeah, my Jesus childhood Christ, kitty died. This dead cat. I wanted him to talk oh. about it. Oh, well, you don't say. But anyway, very well. uh, so no, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm actually. I feel kind of like I should be more upset about it than I am. But you know, I've lived away from yeah, home for so cat. long that I don't. It was pretty old, right? Oh. You had that cat when I. Jeez, was it well, like five or six you, years right? old? He was like fifteen. 15? Yeah, that's good age. Yeah, you would have had cat. that cat when I first met you. But anyway, that's like three hundred. So human years. I am drinking. I realized the other day I had never had Heineken in my life. Which is, really? by the way, a U.S. product now. So I... It's a U.S. plant. It's still owned by it's, a Netherlands company? No, it's not anymore. I believe it's, it's the not Netherlands. Anymore. Heineken okay, is owned whatever. by, I want to say, Coors or Bush. But maybe only in the States. Just like Coors Light on the East Coast is brewed by a different company that they just like contract the recipe to. That might be true. I don't know. Yeah, brewership and, and owning are different, but... Yeah, but anyway, anyway okay. for fuck's sake. You like it? So I was able to get a 22-ounce bottle. It's a weird fucking size for like four bucks. Uh-huh. 22-ounce bottle. Yeah, I mean, I, old tall I, don't boy, think, not even really I don't think I'd go boy. reaching for it anytime like, soon. He likes the big hiney. <laughs> you know? I can't fault the guy for that. But it's not, it's bad. not bad. Yeah, it's how, not bad how, at all. How good is it? Like, would you go buy it? I guess that's what I'm trying to ask you. Well, I just said I wouldn't, uh, you know, it wouldn't be like my first choice. Talking about your high knee, so, you know, I got distracted. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he talked over <laughs> me like a, like a big, big douchebag. Douche right. I had to get the high knee joke in, sorry. I, listen, it's fine. No, it's, I, it's, I appreciate it's probably it. better than, like, a bunch of other beers that are comparable in price. Yeah. I'll say so that. So, what, it's a good, what would you compare it to? Because I've, I've drunk it, so I have oh, no idea. I don't know. I'm asking Jay really has a um, comparison. It's a little, it's a little bitter for, like, a big batch. yeah. yeah. I beer. agree with you. It's a little, it's a little better for me. It's you know what it is. My wife loves it. It's a good grill cookout beer. Hmm. Oh yeah, summer beer. Be great want, summer beer. You don't want yeah, the yeah, cheap yeah. college party yeah. beer. Though. No, you don't. You, you don't kick get it up any a light, little bit. Keystone Ice. But you don't want to yeah. be shelling out for like really right, nice beers. Right, right, right. So how do you guys feel about uh, Mick Ultra? Nah. What? Michelob Ultra. It's water. It's water. Yeah. Because so here's the thing All is. The whole reason this is coming up, I don't want to get too much into detail here, but a friend and I had a 12-beer, light-beer, sort of bracket-style You got beers in your butts. Did you put those beers in your hiney? Please tell me you didn't put the beers in your butt. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I figured it was my So it's completely blind. We limited. We didn't drink like a whole can for everyone. I would hope not, because you'd be drunk by 12. Right, exactly. But for me, it was completely blind again. Michelob Ultra actually came out on top. Mm. And, you know, I'm somebody That's who always talks about how much I like. That's surprising. I like that a non-alcoholic beer? No. No. 
It's, really? I mean, it's a trash beer. Like, it's, right. it's, it's low, you know. It's a college yeah. party beer, but it's not like... Uh, well, not even really, because, it, I mean, it, whatever. There's actually a lot of interesting literature Welcome about Michelob Ultra. Literature. Because it was originally... Literature. It was actually originally made for... Jethon read a document? For seniors. No. <laughs> yeah, I did. No. I just, I just was laughing at how snobby he sounds. There's literature about There's Michelob literature. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck you guys. Somebody else talk, then. No, no, no. no. What what was in the literature? Yeah, the Michelob literature. Literature. So, in particular, Michelob Ultra was originally made to be for like older adults who, you know, might want something to drink out on the fucking golf course okay. or something. Yeah, it's a very golf course beer. Yeah. Okay. And it had a surprising uptick in sales with people, particularly like around their thirties. And it turns out that it's because. You know, it's so low in carbohydrates and calories that most, you know, very athletic people in their 20s, 30s, 40s actually drink a lot of Michelob Ultra as opposed to other things. Huh. And so it is actually taken off much more with the younger crowd, even though it was actually brewed and, and made to be college for kids. older people. No, older, older college people. College kids. No, college kids drink Keystone Light, all right? <laughs> That's true. That's very true. And the Beast, Milwaukee Beth. Do college kids still mm-hmm. drink the Beast? I don't know. I was a pretty fucking lame college kid, Schlitz, so I don't really know. Schlitz malt liquor. But you, but I've been like, oh no, I don't think that it, I don't think they drink Schlitz anymore. Is, I mean, my dad like drinks Northern Milwaukee's thing? best. Schlitz. Mm, maybe, but no. like, no, like, no, no, no. Like, I mean, like you can England, get it. Like I'm pretty England. sure everywhere. I thought fucking Hams was more regional than Schlitz. Schlitz. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm just going off of uh, Super Troopers, you know, when a guy's like, I got slits, slits. Right, 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 right. No, it's, uh... I don't think we have hams here, if that's what you're going to ask. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. We have, we have, huh, chief on here. That's not hammy enough. Are you still craving your fat tire? Fat tire. Me? Yeah. I don't crave fat tire. I thought you said, I thought you said you wanted to come to PA just to get some fat tire. So... Yingling, fat tire is from Colorado. From, I thought it was for ten minutes about his no, fucking blind taste fat tire is from Fort Collins. It's from. Uh... I love how both of us are talking. Over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Go fine, ahead, fine. Buddy. Go okay. Ahead. So you're, you're drinking Michelob Ultra. It's got some literature. Peyton, what are you drinking? Water. No, I'm drinking Heineken. You fucking oh, idiot. Right. Remember, it's Heineken because <laughs> you talked about his Heine. Heineken. Right. Heineken. Heineken. It's a Heineken. It's made for That's butt chugging. butt chugging. Heineken in your can. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've, got, I've got plain old mineral water. And I say mineral Ooh. water because it's coming from my well. <laughs> well, I mean, it still counts. Well, well, well. <laughs> well. Technically, I am also drinking mineral It's not fortified mineral water. They don't put extra. Why do you guys never drink alcohol anymore? You know, I just don't because have of my trays. House. That's all. I don't drink it because of my trays. Because I have to take them out when I'm, before I do. But you're ruining the show. I'm, how am I Bruh. ruining the show? Bruh. The show's about... Because you're not as much fun strange. when you don't start slurring and say things like calculator. Oh, that was a highlight episode because of you. I'll do it. Look, I'll do it for... I'll do it for the shit show. We're but, not even going to get to talk in the shit show because Peyton's going to ruin it like 30 minutes not. in again. I didn't ruin it last time. <laughs> You didn't not ruin it. So that means I didn't ruin it, fuck nut. I, well, I I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, it was prime entertainment, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's you know strange. what's really funny is I reached out to Johnny like, afterwards, and I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'm not worried about it. It wasn't, didn't bother me. I was just worried about them. And I'm like, I don't really fucking care about them. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's it's fine. We released it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was. <laughs> we released it, right? Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. I, I have spent some. Uh, okay, so by the way, I will say Milwaukee's best is regional and cannot get in Colorado, apparently. Huh. Interesting. But I will say, I thought about the other day, like, how I would possibly explain a shit show to a potential future employer. Oh, there's no explanation to that. You just say, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, just, this is what we do for the fans. Take it or leave it. (laughs) You know, that's that's the best you can do with that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, that being done, because I don't want to talk about fucking Michelob anymore. What are you drinking? Water. Okay, So, I'm, I'm drinking regular water. Now, it is mineral water, because they... (laughs) <laughs> reverse osmosis filter okay. the water sure and then they add some minerals back so it's not so like alkaline okay but that's weird but okay no it, i mean it makes sense have you tasted like completely distilled water it tastes gross no actually it's I technically haven't. pure water but it tastes gross and do, it like yeah your teeth tingle a little bit sometimes yeah, yeah. it's yeah i mean i've i guess i've like had it yeah once or twice where I was, oh, that's distilled, oh, okay, gross. Yeah. We used to use those distilled water for our uh, forklift batteries. Right, no, I mean, it has a lot of good uses. Right, right, right. right. Because it's... Because a low mineral count, and it would... Uh, well, ideally zero. It wouldn't. If it's right. done, if it's done low, well. Zero, but, but, right. It wouldn't crystallize in the batteries, so, you know... That's right, what we exactly, yes. yes. Right, exactly. Yes. So then they add minerals back in, so it, number one, doesn't taste so gross, and number right. two, so you still sort of... It does something better for your body than just hydrate it. We spent 20 minutes talking about butt yes. chugging and yes, mineral water. Anyway, so I'm drinking that. This they don't add a... extra minerals to it. Anyways, so Anyways. that's what we're drinking. Hayden. Yes. Please rescue us from this. What is your tip? Okay. I have a couple things mm-hmm. really fast. Field day is this coming weekend. June 26th or 7th. Field uh-huh. day. Yeah, 27th and 28th. So it's amateur radio. Basically what it is, is it's meant to, like, if shit hit the fan and you need to operate, you need to be able to set up your equipment, set up your radio, your antenna, everything. Right. And it kind of simulates that. So you spend two days now, transmitting that, and getting... Is that nationwide or is that regional? Or worldwide? Nationwide at least, but hmm. worldwide will co- we'll cooperate with it. It could be it could be worldwide. I mean, Would you say they will go? Sure. Do you use Wilco in hand language? No. No? No. Well, that's disappointing. No. Roger, QSL, 73, etc. Got it. What else was I going to talk about besides the actual tip? Mm-hmm. Crap, I forgot. Okay, it doesn't matter. So Jathan actually asked me to talk about the FreeBSD G-STAT and conversely the IO-STAT, mm-hmm. which I think are very similar. So basically, the GSTAT utility is used to monitor IO transactions of G-Ohm devices. Geometry, yeah. Discs, Geometry devices, basically. Yeah. Discs, essentially, yes, correct. So, you know, there's, uh, I checked it out on my on my laptop. Not GSTAT, but IOSTAT, because right, you you don't know, know. I don't have a BSD machine. And IOSTAT's pretty cool. It, it tells you, uh, it's basically a little bit nicer formatting than like H-top or top will show you. Well, it's a snapshot. It it's not... Right, right, right. Yeah. right. I mean, it's there the, is yeah, I-O-top if you are interested right. purely in I-O-top. But... And I-F-top. What is I-F-top? You've never used I-F-top? It's interface yeah, yeah, yeah. information. Oh, d- oh. Yeah, yeah. It, I, Durr. Yeah. My problem is I was I was trying to say I-F-top for... Jeez Louise. Okay, anyway, sorry. We're getting off track. No. We yeah. are getting off track because you keep interrupting me. No, I'm just kidding. 
I think so I anyway, prefer IPutra after that, though. Like, so I ran Aostat on my laptop, just mm-hmm. no no flags or anything, and it showed me user percentage usage, nice percent usage, system usage, IO8 percentage, steel percentage, and idle percentage, and then it showed me devices. So it showed me SDA, TPS. I'm not 100% sure what TPS is off the top of my head. No, I forgot. Kilobyte read a second, kilobyte writes a second, K8. So basically interject. it shows you... It basically shows you a, like a snapshot of how your system is currently running. It's not something that's graphically with heavy. IO. With I.O., correct. Yeah. And so like if you have like disk weights or whatever, you, you can run this and say, oh, okay, my disk is actually, you know, waiting to be written to or whatever. So it's it's uh, it's uh, not as graphically heavy. It's actually kind of nice. And uh, you should check it out. Now, that's I.O. stat. I can't tell you about G-stat. I just know that it's a the BSD version of I.O. stat. So... But Jathan can well, talk about it for a well, second. Not, that's not strictly well, really on, necessarily true because IOSTAT is also on BSD, but GSTAT is not on Linux. Well, right, but right. I can almost guarantee that IOSTAT on BSD is not the same as the Linux IOSTAT. But, so since IOSTAT returns TPS and it's a snapshot, would you say it's a TPS report? Yes. <laughs> I, and I looked yes. in the man page, TPS is the number of transfers per second. Oh, okay. All right. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, Jathan, you were bemoaning that GSTAT was not available on Linux. What does IOSTAT not have that GSTAT does have? Tell us. Now, in particular, there were a couple of features I really liked about GSTAT. So to be completely honest, it's only a new or a recently discovered command for me as I've been diving into some more FreeBSD administration. Mm-hmm. But in particular, Welcome back to the, number of <laughs> the number of queued requests for a given drive is not something that IOSTAT oh. offers. And that is actually a metric that I've become really reliant on for a particular problem I'm tracing down on one of my storage appliances. And the other thing is the output column, I sent you guys a picture of this, but... Yeah, there was a lot in that. It was... Yeah, it's a lot. But the percent busy is not quite as... You know, IOSTAT doesn't really have that same metric either. And even cooler about the GSTAT output is it's color-coded. So... It's been very easy for me to keep it up in the corner of my monitor. And, you know, if it's all green, that's great. But as soon as I tick over and see that there's red, it's actually varying degrees of color based on that busy percent. It actually changes the color, which made it really easy for me to track over a long period of time, just kind of passively. Mm -hmm. Now, you are aware that IOSTAT can report Q information, right? Did you search the man page, (sighs) Jathan? Did you read the docs? I guarantee you didn't. Not exhaustively. And to be completely honest, most of my experience with IOSTAT is on a Lumos. Mm, I would imagine that's well, quite stripped down. It is. That's your first mistake. Actually, it's almost more information, but it's way easier to read on a Lumos. When I look at IOSTAT on Linux, it makes me want to bash my fucking skull in. Well, that's like it's a minimal amount of data they give you by default, but you can right. add or You can I, use your remove. flags. Yeah, you can use flags. You know, yeah. you, you didn't even read the docs about IOSTAT, I guarantee I you. have read lots about IOSTAT. I literally have IOSTAT monitoring across my entire infrastructure on Linux and Lumos and now FreeBSD. It doesn't sound like you read the docs on it, though. It, it, Jesus. It does, <laughs> to be fair, it does not sound like you have read the docs on it, Jay. Buddy, I'm just messing with you. But, uh, I mean, this is this, this is kind of cool. This is kind of a cool project, though, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, what are you trying to fix? I... And not disclose that on air. Mm. Okay, fair enough. But I would actually like to pick your brains after the show about something. Sure. In particular. Sure, okay. I'll, I'll stick around. So will I. Just hey for a minute, though. 
Do you have yes. anything else to add about Iostat or Gstat? We did kind of commandeer that, but Chaitlin no, was no, the one it's fine. It I, I was kind of planning so, on you guys comment, commandeering it a little bit because yeah. I, you know, literally he asked me about it an hour beforehand. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I've used Iostat before. I It's a fancy little, not fancy, it's a nifty little minimal thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Gstat is, is similar. Yeah. You know, Gstat, honestly, it, it just feels more intuitive to me. Mm. And I guess, you know, I don't want to totally blow off your question. So what I would say is, if you're experiencing issues with latency anywhere in your storage and you think it could be related to disk, it's worth checking IOSTAT or GSTAT as a starting point. Because in most cases, when you're talking about a RAID, so let's say we're talking about a RAID 6, a single failing disk can slow down your entire RAID. Mm -hmm. So... You know, just sometimes a disk is not failing enough for it to be marked failed by MDSTAT or by ZFS or whatever you're using, but it's failing enough that the access time for that particular disk is going to be much higher than all of the others. So all the others might be hovering around a value, and one of them is going to be like astronomically higher. In a lot of cases, I've used that to determine that there's a preemptive failure, and as soon as I replace that disk, my performance comes right back. Happens in uh, RAID 1, too. One of the yeah, I mean, it can happen in any type of raid. It's a little bit less prevalent in what? like a, I think it's what is a raid what ten. No, six again. It's it's basically a raid five, but there's mirrored parity. Right, mirrored parity. So that's I right. think I think yeah. it happens in any array type, any raid type where the topmost layer is mirroring, because I that would make would sense. have to think about that. And I'm drinking beer, <laughs> and I can't think that hard. Okay, fair but, enough. You know, in general, and this is straying a little bit, but I mean, your RAID is only going to be as fast as your fastest disk in the RAID, assuming it's a data disk. Parity disk, that's a little bit Yeah, it, and it different. also depends on the, the striping model, if it's one of the higher right. RAIDs. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Anyways. I'm going to show my noviceness here with RAID. How do you set a disk as parity? I thought that you, you just... Depends I on the set, tool. You, like if you, had you don't really. Or whatever, you set four as your RAID, and then... How, I, don't know, I mean, whatever. Not, it's not that fine-grained. Yeah. Okay, if you, right. if you take okay. you know five drives and you set up a RAID 5 on Linux, it's going to just pick one and make it the parity disk. All right. That's why I was a little... You can't explicitly you, say which disk slash disks should be parity, but... Would, uh, like, would MD RAID do that, or...? Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Software RAID okay. on Linux. And same thing with hardware. I think it'll try and be yeah, smart never... and guess which disk should be parity. But you, I believe in most RAID cards, you can explicitly specify a certain disk gotcha. or disks as parity. Anyway. Right. And in general, the only case I could think of where it would make a difference is if you were doing some kind of weird mixed SSD and spinning drive RAID, which I just 10 out of 10 don't recommend you do anyway. Well, it's okay if you're caching. Yes, but caching is different than setting up a RAID. That's, I would well, put a no. caching layer in front of a RAID if it were me. Yeah, well, yeah. Which MDADM doesn't have support for natively. What? Oh, caching? Uh, adding like a cache disk or a log disk. That may have cha- I feel like that I heard something but about ZFS that changing does. recently. ZFS makes it really easy to do either of those. Hmm. Man, I would love to get somebody on who knows ZFS to like banter back and forth with me for one of these episodes. Hmm. Get Taters on. He knows ZFS, I thought. Taters knows ZFS like he knows his fucking ass from a hole in the ground, which is myth. And I think Forge knows ZFS as well. Now, Forge has a fucking free NAS, so... Okay. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. No, he does not. No, he does not. Let's just I, get JPan all fucking triggered here. I believe he has his own little... We all know what happens when Forge comes on the show, okay? Somebody fucking blows up and it's usually me. Yeah. <laughs> 
mean, and I like why. Forge I as a person. True, but that's I don't know pretty, why he he's has, a shitty guest. You know, that's a pretty regular thing. And I like him as a guest in some regards, but I don't like that he pushes my buttons. And I don't like it. Okay. I don't like um, it when anyone pushes my right. buttons. Okay. Calm down. These are very sensitive Calm, buttons. Calm down. Pot, meat, kettle. What do you think right. you do to me literally every right. single day of my life? Yeah, right. but you knew it. Right. You you need it. <laughs> oh, I, I need my buttons pressed. He doesn't need his buttons pressed. That's so rude. You need to apologize to your father right now, young man. Press your mom's button. Okay. So, <laughs> let's... <laughs> I got nothing else for G-Stat, IO-Stat, etc. Okay. So uh, let's check it out if you have problems. Yeah. If you have something that you would like for me to talk about, please hit us up at, at uh, info at sysadministrivia.com. Thank you. Yeah. Or tweet us. Or tweet us at, at sysadm underscore podcast, I think. Right, right, right. You can find it on the website. You it's, can find it on the website. It's hard to not find us. Okay. We're everywhere. So, things everywhere. we thought we needed. Do you guys want to have any structure to this, or do you just want to no, jump in and think of something? Let's just, let's just fucking butt chug it all. Okay, so what started you... this for me was, uh-huh. I love how I just ignored the butt chugging comment. You didn't, actually, because you commented on it just now. Well, now I did, yeah, that's true. Good so, point. like, if you hadn't commented on it at all, you could have ignored it, <laughs> but could've... because you commented on the fact that you ignored it, you have not ignored it. Fucking paradoxes, man. Okay, <laughs> so... <laughs> So what started this for me was I was like, man, I need a topic for tonight because we don't have jack shit to talk about. And then I, out of nowhere, problem. we just have so much that we've talked about already. Yeah. Know? Oh, we have. I mean, we've been doing this for six years now. So for whatever reason, I don't know where it came from, but in pops my head, the idea of having a dedicated 3D printer in the data center in your operations. Uh-huh. And I'm like, where did that come from? So I started thinking, like, well, what use could you possibly have? And then it hit me. I mean, me. it's a great idea, well, honestly. Well, then it hit me. Cable organizers, right? So, yes. like, cable spacers, cable brackets. If you so get... you don't have to pay $300 for yeah. Dell's freaking... Bullshit, yeah. Bullshit that breaks, and then they charge you another... Yeah. Yeah, right. and if you can find strong enough <laughs> polymer, or if you have one of those fancy 3D printers that can do metal, depending on the metal course of course but you could even do mounting brackets for your racks you can do new locking mechanisms for your cabs but that seems like a pain in the ass specify though that like this should not be a permanent solution it should be a oh fuck the data center is fucked for the night we need to fix this it depends i think it depends yeah it depends on what you're doing lots of people 3d print things that are permanent Mm -hmm. sure i think i think it's very contextual like depending on what you're using it for I, think I, I do agree that there's a lot of use cases where you might be temporarily stubbing something in to fix a problem for something right. that broke. I mean, that's, that's what I was saying was like, you know, hack ups. Yeah, like, you know, like if a rail breaks or whatever, you're not going to 3D print a whole rail. You might 3D print like a brace to last you, you know, the week or so that it's mm-hmm. going to take Dell to send you out that part, maybe. But you're not going to do like the whole rail, you know what I'm saying? No, like, I don't think I would want to try and design, especially right, like right. The, the sliding rails with it's the built-in wheels. Yeah, right, fuck right. that. I don't I, want to try and 3D print that. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm not saying that, but, you know. But just, like, like mounting brackets. Like, the rack brackets, right. where it's right, stationary. Right. I think sure. it'd be good for that. That's a great sure. use for that. It could be, yeah. And like I mentioned before, cable management, cable spacers, stuff like that. Perfect yeah. use for that. Just generally, hanging things in a data center is, like, invaluable, because... Mm. Right. We right. often have things that, you know, we stash on a cart or a shelf or whatever... But like, especially at the ends of rows, depending on what your data center's like, there's lots of things that you can hang on the side of your outside racks to make them just around the corner when you're working in the hot aisle or whatever in between your servers mm-hmm. that are pretty useful. So like, 
I have uh, hooks on the outside of my racks in one of my data centers that are literally, I just have a couple of patch cables hung, like a varying length. Not enough to do like a whole deployment, but just real quick, I need to stub in a cable for something. He hangs his winter jacket on the hot row behind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Right behind the the hottest server, the exchange server. It's it's got a winter jacket just blocking that Why is this entire cab down? (laughs) Why are we getting hot alarms for this cabinet? What the hell? Oh, Jathan's in the work center. That's why. Okay. No, Jathan's not in the work center. If he is there, he's wearing his winter coat in the cold aisle. Yeah. But it's when he leaves. That's that's when the problem crops up. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Jathan. Sorry, buddy. So, hooks for cables. Yeah. Also, you know, like cable ties I keep out there. Mm. How is it pretty We actually have like a little... You know what the statement should be is not it should not be you need cable ties or zip ties or velcro. It's that you need a lot more than you think you need. Mm, yeah, like don't just buy one box of velcro. You need to. Well, buy... I think it depends entirely on your racks. I mean, yeah, because if you like have cable cat. management arms down the sides, you actually I pretty much use one cable tie per. Or, or I, we use Velcro. I just keep saying cable tie, but I mean, I pretty much Velcro. use one it is, per. It is by definition a cable tie. Yeah, it is. It I'm is. just saying, like, yes, you can try to use what you've been given or what you've bought, but you definitely need to buy a lot more than you think you need. So here's, I'm just, you know, here's a question for you, yes. especially in cable management, and I guess this is still sort of relevant because we're talking about you know tools. Now, when you tie Not cables together, uh huh. <laughs> Do you group it by machine or do you group it by function? Like all the patch cables together, all the... You should no, not have power and data together, in my opinion. I mean, that is definitely Depends true. On the power and data should be separate. Cat 6A? No. No, Cat 6A, you definitely no. can do that. Look up. You can, but it's you stupid can, to but do. No, don't no. do that. that would, no, because no, you don't no, want no, to have to be... Look up and listen to me, hear me out. Say. Look at the rating. I'm understanding what you're saying, but you're not listening. Okay. Yeah. The whole point is listening. you don't want to have to change a network cable and accidentally knock out power. They right. don't belong together. Right. Correct. Well, okay. That's a fair Correct. point. Correct. But, like, that's what Velcro is for, right? So you can undo the tie. It's... No, there's always a chance, though. Right. You don't know, you know, like, there are sometimes you have a power cable on Velcroing a strap. When's the last time you worked in a data center? Uh, about, like, five years ago, ten years ago. Because here's the thing is, there are times when we'll get a brand new PDU, and there's a single fucking plug within the PDU that's just a little looser than the rest, and Uh it's easier than you Uh think to knock something Uh out. And you don't know until you're using it and it happens. I will actually agree with Jathan on this. Mm. Yes. You don't want to tie that stuff together unless you absolutely have to. Well, I'm talking about, like, tailing off the machine, not... Okay, so, like, you can fasten that loose power cable for the PDU. I mean, what I... You can can fasten that to that PDU and then fix that looseness... By itself, no. I'm power about... goes to the power goes to the left. No, 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 I don't think so. You absolutely can. Would we you actually like to draw don't. You a picture? Yes, but we have a no. We yes. don't use zip ties in our racks. Why not? Because they're a lot harder to get off than Velcro. If you need to do something, I mean, you can snip them as long as you remember. Well, that's that's why you need that's like ten the times thing. the amount of zip ties you think you need. 
Then you have a fucking wire cutter in the vent hole of your server? No, not in the vent hole. You don't have to go well, in the on, vent hole to... On the vent hole? No, it would be between the cable I don't think you understand the... I don't think you understand words, Jathan. <laughs> you bitch. <did. laughs> okay, if you have, you have a grill, right? I, I'm having a lot of fun here. Yeah, that. mad grills. Okay, so you have, a, <laughs> you have a grill that covers a fan. And then there's also air inlet. And all of that other, there's a lot of vents and grills on a 1U, 2U, whatever. You can run a zip tie through that and then back out and then tie the cable to the outside of that. Are you with me? We're with hey, you, sir. I hear you. I don't agree. I, you do not agree that it can be done? No, I don't agree it's a good idea. Well, that's largely a matter of perspective. Because that zip tie, once you ratchet that down, it's not going anywhere. I inherently agree. I just think it's a really shitty place to put a zip tie. Okay, well. <laughs> okay, and then you also have, you typically, I should say, have other holes in the sides of the cab. Not cable channels, but like spare slots. Depending. I mean, usually. I have three data centers with three totally different types of racks, and they're all so different that it's really hard for me to just say yes or no. Like one right, of the racks fair. that I have are cheaper APC racks, and... They have a lot of weird fucking holes and shit that you can <laughs> finagle cables through. Mm-hmm. But then I have a data center that has really expensive racks of an undisclosed brand in them. And they are very, very clean. And there's not a lot of room. There's cable management arms inside the sides. There's like these channels for them. Yeah. But there's not a lot of like random fucking holes. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, that's, yeah, it does vary a fair bit between cabs. So. All right. I mean, that's. Yeah, anyway, point. Any, yeah. Point being, you need cable ties anyway. in some fashion. This all started with fucking three D printing, and we strayed very far. Well, that's, that's because okay. I we think still I haven't like... really talked about three D printing. Well, th- so that's the thing. We're gonna I get see, there. I, I see like interesting uses for it, but I can't see justifying having it there all the time. Because I the feel 3D like three D printer. Yeah, I feel like the use. I mean, it's cool it, to I look feel at. Like I was reaching for. Like it, it's no, I don't. Uh, I don't no. agree with that. Mm. I, think I think, especially. You know, for most of the things, yeah, yeah, for most of the things you'd use it for in a data center, I think that if you bought it, you would recoup the cost in a year, even if you printed things for like, even just hanging and organizing, I think you would find it to be worthwhile. Like you can make, I mean, the thing that you have to look at is not just the cost of the item, it's the waiting. It's the fact that you have to Mm -hmm. spend your time waiting for this item. Yeah, like do you want to wait like three hours or do you want to wait like three weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or, or even right. printing something larger overnight versus right. waiting a week for it to come from fucking who the fuck knows where China. Mm. Right. I mean, like, like HP. Yeah, they can get you a hard drive in four hours, but can they get you a bracket you need in four hours? Probably not. I mean, right. you know. Yeah, that's true. They're yeah. more worried about like actual server components. Like, okay, your rack is broken. Oh, pff, sorry, guy. We have to, you know, we have to backorder that part. So yeah. you know. Yeah, I think the convenience sector, especially if, you know, maybe IT has the 3D printer, but, like, if other people around you in different departments know and they end up finding benefit from it, too, it could end up being a company purchase. Mm -hmm. Or if you're at a colo, if the colo had one, I think that would be a good good expense. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Who's going to be like, oh, I can print my gun on here. (laughs) You know, that's beside the point. I mean, I think not if it's centrally managed. It requires a lot of security to get it to... It gets to work in a colo anyways. Should, I should say. Uh, okay, there are some trashy I, colos out but there. You, but you understand my point, though. Like, if you leave it in a colo, 
You're yeah. not sure who's going to be doing what with it. No, I mean, know? you can leave it only accessible to staff since primarily they'd be the ones working with it. And if you sure. are if you are hosting in a colo, you can say, hey, sure. I need this okay. printed, right. you know. Like, yeah, sure. yeah. I, I think sure. you can work that out. But yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, sure. I mean, I... Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I mean, saying, like, I that would give me the heebie-jeebies to buy a, a 3D printer and then be like, okay, here you go, colo. You guys have fun with that. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I don't would, think I would leave it available for... Everyone who has okay. I mean, that, that makes a little bit more sense yeah. to me, but sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm even trying to think like, um, you know, I really wish I knew what I was going to say before we started talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know, for me in particular, I work obviously with a bunch of fucking scientists who are in labs all the time. Yeah. And I've heard that many labs have their own 3D printer at this point because it's so invaluable for just like. Even making a generic stand for a new piece of equipment or something. Yeah, that's fair. And you can customize those pieces, too. Exactly. So everything you get, you don't have to worry about, like, oh, how am I going to build a little stand for this type of test tube? Like, you literally just print one that's the right size. Mm -hmm. Right. You scale it it up up, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right, right. So I think especially if you work in, like, academic space, which obviously most people don't, I'd say. stand only comes in 10, and I need one for 8. Yeah. You know. Eight what? Tubes. Items. Oh, oh, tubes. Okay, I see. So, you know, I think it really depends <laughs> where you work and how you could justify it as a company-wide thing, too. Right. <laughs> so dumb. Eight iterables. Eight iterables. Eight quanta. <laughs> okay. Or quantum, I guess it would be. Okay. Eight widgets. Right, yeah. No, and it does... Right. I could definitely see it having a good use there. I just don't know how often you would need to be replacing, like, brackets and stuff like that. You know, like... Like yeah, it would it it would probably pay for itself in about a year. It sounds like a good it? idea. No, I, I mean, I think it depends. It's really hard to quantify some of these things. Like, oh sure, yeah. You know, like, sure. I'm trying to think of a good example of like what would I do with a 3D printer right now at work if I had one. But then you're left with the problem of like trying to find problems to a solution, which then, right, which but, you do a lot. You know, but not always a good thing. But, but sometimes it actually thing. is. I don't I don't think it is. Because sometimes it's not like there's I something mean, that's like plaguing you as like a nuisance, but it's not a real problem. But like if I had a 3D printer, which nuisance thing could I fix? And I, I still think that's a valid you. use. I would Sorry. the way I would approach it is I would wait until you've actually hit something that actually is a problem, saying if only I had a 3D printer. At that point, yeah, that's okay. I agree with that. But yep, to yep, buy it. Yep. But to start shopping around for 3D printers saying, what can I fix with this? Like that, I don't think that's the yeah. right approach. Correct. I agree with that, Brent. Yeah, absolutely. I, I guess that's fair. So, I mean, we can sit here and think about solutions for, why. what could we use a 3D printer for? Prob- but problems for really a solution. You don't need them. Yeah. Right, 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 right. You don't, yeah. if you don't have those problems, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this is also like things we didn't know we needed. So, like, besides a 3D so, printer... Right. Yeah, so, who has a problem in a data center, center that's not one of the three of us that could be solved with a 3D printer? Yeah, do we have any data center ops listening? Because if you do, reach out to us, because I would love to hear Please, how often you deal with, like, all. Ben brackets or shit like that. Yeah, actually, sure if you, like, help manage a, a co-location center, that'd be an interesting guest. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that kind of shit happens a lot more often than we think it does. Yeah, because we're, we're not exposed to it. We're not racker and stackers, but, you know, yeah. like, I imagine that, you know... Jesus, is there any kind of 3D printed solution to make fucking rack nuts easier? 
No, uh, I don't. I, I mean, fucking... you, can, you can get the threads right probably with some really good 3D printers, but I don't think I would trust the weight. They on... even make fucking for rack my... nut like tools to get them in and out, and they still suck ass. For my rack, I have these like they have like a spring like like they have like a. Oh, look, like the, they they pop out, and then you can push them in and screw them you, back you in. You right? squeeze them together. No, you oh. squeeze them together, and it pops into the thing, and then you put your item up there, and you screw into it. No, that, that is the rack nut, what you're describing. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the thing. Right, but I getting them in and out is fucking ass. Getting them in and out is a pain in my ass. In my fucking that's day, what I was trying to look, say. Look, man, in my fucking day, this is how long ago I've been a rack monkey. In my fucking day, we just used bolts with hex nuts. Okay, that's well, great. Yeah, what are you, so 150 fucking years old? Yeah, apparently, I'm way out of the loop on this shit. You don't know what a rack nut is. I mean, when you said rack nut, I think, oh, yes, the nut that I would no, use to no, the no. bolt. But this is the thing. So I'm sending you a Google Images link on our Okay. Site. Holy well, shit. Well, that's a long That's quite the link. <laughs> that's a long ass <laughs> link. <laughs> that's fucking Google. Jesus Christ. So that square thing, fucking... the, the little tabs is what Peyton's talking about. So you got to squeeze yep. them together. Mm. And actually here, this is a... I actually use a little flathead screwdriver for that. To, it's, to, yeah, but sometimes it out, slips and you stab your fucking uh, self. Yeah, well, sure. Don't still be a bitch, okay? So here, this in particular, Brent, is exactly my rack and the rack nuts. All right. Well, let's let's take a look. This at This is for my home That's rack, nice. by the way. I, I don't know what we use at my at my work rack. That's an APC rack in the photo oh, I just posted. Oh yeah, no, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. So the problem is the little tool they have there. They make it look easy, but it's fucking not. It's not. It's really not. Can you? It's really. Can you use needle those pliers with those? No, because no, because it bends no. it. Because it, yeah, well, no, it, it just won't reach. Like you have to use like a giant fucking needle nose to do that, and it's just it's mm. not worth it. It's just a giant pain in the ass. It's dumb. It's yeah, it's really dumb. fucking dumb. I mean, it works really well, and it you does. can put it them anywhere, as you can see, yep. you know, up to the third it, of a rack yeah. unit, I guess, or, or half. It holds the nut in place, and mm. it does all the job it's supposed to do, but at the same time, it's just a giant pain in my dick to get them in and out. Yeah, every time I have and, to rack something, the, I make a student do the rack nuts. And, and, then, then, the fucking, <laughs> and then the spring breaks. Mm. So you have, like, one side is on, but one side is off. Yeah. Hmm. I just throw those away. They're fucking stupid. Yeah. I fucking hate rack nuts. I don't think I would trust 3D print. Well, I'm not saying that. replace the rack nut. I'm saying could we 3D print a better method for getting them in and out? Uh, yeah. Uh, if you did, it would wear itself out after two or three nuts. I, would I mean, think. depending on depending on the material. Yeah. I've seen some pretty, if it's a polymer, some pretty hefty material. If it's a polymer, it's going to get shredded. Probably. So I don't know. Well, then so fuck it. I don't want a 3D printer. If your data op- <laughs> that, if that'd be the only op- that was the only thing I was hoping for out of this whole episode. If you have a good solution for us to get our rack nuts in and out, please let us know because we are clearly noobs at this. Yeah, yeah. I do. It's not actually in mine. It's in a colo that we share with other people on campus. But there is one tool that's better than all the rest. I'll take a picture next time there. I'll send it to you, babe. And I'll see if I can find out where it came from, because it's not one that came with any of the racks that I've ever gotten. I bought my rack nuts and the bolts themselves after I got the rack, and I got really nice ones. Like, they're really sturdy, except for the fact that the spring keeps breaking on them, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Well, that is, like, 56% of the functionality that you just said sucks. What if you take one of those flat-nose wire cutters and just dulled the blade? To do what? To remove the nuts. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? You mean just to squeeze it? 
Yeah. Oh, I think, I mean, Dude, if you want to use, like, pliers You can use a fucking pliers or whatever. Getting them yeah. out is easier than getting them in um, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. The problem is that they sometimes break when you do yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's just, they're not easy. Huh. Honestly, that'd be a really fun thing, too. Next time I'm doing rack nuts, I'll literally fucking live stream myself for, like, an hour putting them in. It's an hour. I'm probably only doing four of them. <laughs> I don't know why it takes them so long. <laughs> Well, you know, you... And you'll literally see me by the end of it just fucking screaming and bleeding in the server. <laughs> My favorite part is, you know, I'm usually there by myself, so if I scream, nobody hears me anyway. Like space. Yeah, except space where it's not really any fun. There's nothing beautiful. And it's loud. Right, yeah. Well, there's, there's... So you would hear yourself screaming, but... I actually... That's such a good idea. I want to make, like, a JThan deployment video of, like... <laughs> Next time I do a oh, physical, God. like, hardware install, so I just want to make a video of it. <laughs> and it's just going to be, like, me. Like, the beginning's totally fine. You see me measure everything out and, like, check where things go. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to see me put the rack nuts in. Then you're going to see me get really pissed off because I measured wrong. And it's actually the rack units don't line up the way I thought because the rails are actually, you know, three-quarters of the way down on a 4U box. So you're going to see me take them back out, break two in the process, get fucking pissed, <laughs> bust a nut carrying a 4U server by myself. Wait, wait, and then end up just fucking bleeding. Wait, wait, bust a nut, Jethan. I don't think that phrase means what you think it means. Yeah, like a hernia. That's not what that means. That's Uh, that's okay. You get you're gonna go skeet skeet in the data center. Is that what is what? What do you think bust a nut means? Going skeet skeet, Peyton. No, bust a nut. literally means that you get a hernia. No, that's for doing. No, yes, I'm pretty sure it does. Urban Dictionary, that shit right now. Okay, do it, do it right now. I'm gonna be waiting for you to say, "Oh, you were right, Peyton," because I'm fucking right, dude. Bust a nut's been around a lot longer than fucking yeet yeet. I skeet skeet. I said skeet skeet. Whatever. They're very different things. I'm gonna yeet you right into your skeet. Jesus Christ. Uh, mm-hmm. Jathan, tell us what it well, is. Well, what does Urban, Urban Dictionary know? know? <laughs> <laughs> it knows both of y'all be wrong. That's what it knows. No, that's that's not necessarily true. No, no. Must the not has been around a lot longer than skeet skeet. I'm s- Peyton. The act of skeeting is equivalent okay. to busting a nut. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on a second. Okay. Bust a nut. Yeah. Bust a nut. Tonight on Urban Dictionary at Ministeria. <laughs> <laughs> yourdictionary.com says to ejaculate yes. or to work very hard put in a lot of effort okay so ejaculate and what what does skeet mean Payton? look it uh, up I don't fucking know what this podcast is going down such a look it up. bad path <laughs> there's a reason we put explicit warning on these. skeet yes where did you look that up Payton? did you just go to apparently. google and type in yeah, bust yeah fucking Jesus Christ. Skeet is apparently slang for ejaculate. Thank you. Yeah, of course skeet is. I mean, whatever. My point (laughs) is that Bust a Nut has been around a lot longer than fucking Skeet Skeet has. (laughs) No, I'm not debating that. I'm saying, would you you ask me what I thought it meant? Oh my god, I'm gonna... Skeet Skeet. Was I wrong? (laughs) Was I wrong? Yes. Yes, yes, you were. Yes. Yes, you were wrong. You were wrong. 100%. But, (laughs) Chug... What are you sending us? <laughs> oh my god, you fucking! I don't. I don't think we should say that on the air. Who is that? Tell us later. It's just one of the like examples from. Uh, <laughs> oh, from her like using it in a sentence on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? What? Okay. What? Right. Fair enough. <laughs>
in, in your butt. Anyways, what? point being, I was wrong, and they apparently are not hit to the lingo that the kids are using. Yeah, what? thank other, God. Wait, you were the wrong. The fucking That's kids right. are no, idiots. No, I was That's right. Correct. I was right. No, I you said, were wrong. No, y'all were wrong. You literally just said. You were wrong. No, you said you were oh, wrong. Oh, well, I was wrong then when I said I was wrong then, if that's the case. But I was I right when I used it. Did. Okay, anyways. Whatever. You can look it up, listeners. You can go on Urban Dictionary. Guys, no cheating. Don't fucking go to Urban Dictionary and create a new entry for Bust a Butt. Too late. Already done. <laughs> that's, that's stupid. <laughs> this would only okay. be the second time we added to Urban Dictionary in a podcast. Oh, I remember that. That's, that was a that's shit correct. Show. That's correct. If you're not sure what we're talking about, have a look at the ass song. Okay, go to ass song. go to archive.org. Look up the entry for Bust the Nut on Urban Dictionary on archive.org from yesterday. And or I guess from June the twenty third. And you can see what it means. And you will see that yes, it means to ejaculate, which is the exact context. Or to work very hard, oh, which is what we no, were trying was, to say. You said pull the hernia. Jathan used it in the yeah, context of so hurting hard himself. You've, like you've worked no, so hard. No, no, that's that, that's reaching. Okay, that's right, reaching. whatever. Okay, I mean that's what I was trying to say. Right, but well, you know, whatever. Uh huh. Okay. Anyways, anyways, guys, what other things have you needed in your careers that you did not think you would need? A fuckload of patience and communication skills. I feel. I feel like that's a given. I knew uh, I would need that. Well, okay. I mean, all right. Seriously though, I think Jathan's right. I mean. You know, you can prepare mentally for any task, but realistically, when you get there with a team, you've got to figure out how that team communicates and then communicate back to them. Mm. You can't just go in and be like, this is how you do shit. And well, like, team is one you. thing, but end users also, depending on your sure. role. Yeah, sure. Deal with end users Change it like... to adjust to whatever. Like, so, uh, you know, my point is... For me... That I agree with Jaython. It was a calendar. This is weird. Ooh. Never really thought about it until I got into the, well, I guess I've been in the world for a while now, but like the more I do, the deeper I delve into the world, the more I'm like, holy shit. Like, I am glad that iCal, ICS, Google Calendar, I'm glad all the shit exists. Like, because otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'd be lost. Yeah, I would just say more generally than a calendar, like project planning capabilities, however you do it. Yeah, but a calendar's integral to all of them. I write a weekly planner every Monday for the week. Mm-hmm. It's still a calendar so, of sorts. Obviously, it gets disrupted often because of things that we don't anticipate happening. But like, if I have deadlines during the week, like this project's due this day, I write down the day before. On like, paper? I have to have this done. Yeah, I still use a piece of paper. That's terrible. I do too. No, I actually no, have no, a notebook no, no. that's the it's size of my keyboard, and I keep it right behind my keyboard on my desk. Oh, it seems so, it so well. inconvenient. No, no. no, no, no. No, man, I love crossing shit out on a list. Yep, absolutely. Same here. Uh, well, I yeah. virtual high five. No, well, that's on. that's like a task list. I wouldn't call that. And a, I don't have to remember to pull it up on the computer to look at it. It's always right. there. Well, that's right. what your mobile right. phone is for with alerts, Jathan. You, then no, you don't need because you don't to, know when you're going to need to remember to pull your, your planner out and look at it. It'll bing. It's like, oh, shit. I, I still do don't. That. It's right in front of me. Every day I can see the whole week. Is it open in front of you right now? It is. Is it really? Yes. Take a picture and show us. <laughs> well, now we can just grab literally... it and open it and send it to us. That doesn't solve anything, Peyton. It, it no. does. I've got... It does. It solves we should everything. ask Katie how often you have your daily yes. planner open and in front of you. And if it is 24-7. I mean, I'm not at my desk 24-7. Okay, well, why not? <laughs> you said you had your daily planner always in front of you. 
I do. But not apparently that not. Do you take it to the bathroom? I, I like that. That was very funny. No, I. You don't. Okay, okay, so you desk, which is eight hours a day, Monday through Friday at least. Okay, yeah, so fucker. you don't take it into the bathroom with you. Do you have your phone with you in the bathroom, Jathan? Yes. Okay. Don't answer. It's a true question. Although, <laughs> no, to be fair, I can't find my phone right now. You said something about my phone. I just can't find it. <laughs> We're gonna, I wonder. I wonder where it is. I do you need me to text it for you, Jathan? I no, I, I call found, your okay. mom and have your mom call. Point you being, for it. I found it. Okay. Point being, you definitely have your Point phone on you being. much more often than you ha- are going to have. Your I know, phone. but I don't sit down on the fucking shitter listen, and open not, the calendar. Right. I open. You don't Reddit. even need to open it. It'll remind you itself. Yeah, but you don't know when you're going to need the reminder because you don't know when you're going to have free time to say what's next. Okay, you're talking about a task list, not a plan. Plans of schedules. Task list for the week, planner for the week, they can be hand in hand depending how you do it. Does your planner have dates in it, Jathan? Does that have delineated days? Yes, it's. I literally draw it out every week by hand. It's five distinct days, Monday mm-hmm. to Friday. Mm-hmm. And on every day, I have a list of things that need to be done for the next day, and I have a list of things that need to be done on the day. See, I just, I just schedule that out. On the day. I know, okay, I need to get this task done, so I'll do it this. It'll, I know it'll take me this long. No, you don't always know how long shit's going to take you. I usually do. Oh, well, you're perfect. No, I didn't My say bad. that. Dad. I have to say, I know usually how long something's going to take me. Well, your job's fucking boring and repeatable then, I guess, or repeating. Mm, no, I don't know about that. I think it's just, I have a good sense of, I have a good sense of self-awareness. Ah, you're extremely skilled. <laughs> Maybe. He's extremely skilled at, well, you Not know, ragging, right apparently, but. Skeet skeet. Not ragging. Skeet skeeting, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's on my calendar. <laughs> Ten thirty p.m. to eleven. Skeet. Skeet. Why does it take you thirty minutes? Not to be confused well, with ten thirty to eleven, which is ye. You gotta do it more than once. Yeah, yeah. Skeet and, is not oh, to be confused oh. with ye. Skeeting and ye. In which case, Brent just throws shit out his window. <laughs> At Take this, millennials. He throws a fucking server at furniture, pencils, Jathan. So, to back up what Jathan says, Cats. there's something called bullet journaling. Journal- Jesus Christ. Oh, I, bullet- hate, I hate that. Bullet journaling. I, I like it. But anyway, you don't necessarily need to do that, but if you have the ability to have a pen and paper, I think that, you know, keeping track of tasks on a pen and paper with a pen and paper can help you because not everyone can use a computer to say, oh, I've completed X task. Like, mm. I mean, there are... That came out the wrong way, but, I mean, my point is that, you know, sometimes having a pen and paper in front of you to write down something quick is more beneficial than just having your phone in front of you. Like, you know, like, I... Mm. I don't know. This is not coming out the way I want it to, but... I don't know. I hate writing shit down. Cause that's I fine. You can do that. Faster. That's that's fine. If I have, like, I, something I mean, task-related, I usually you know. use... fuck's it called? Tasker? No. Do you still use Tasker? No. G2G. GTG. Getting things to know. Getting things to It's based on the getting things done model. Well, I mean, listen, I think the point we're trying to make is if you need structure to write down something quickly, have the ability to do so, whether it's uh, an application on your phone or uh, a program on your computer or a pen and paper. Structure around your tasks is important. What is what we all Structure, what we're all trying sure. to get at? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. If you need to use a piece of paper and a pen and write out your tasks and then order them in the order they need to be done, 
use a computer, whatever. But that's something that we didn't know we needed necessarily mm-hmm. right off the bat when we started the that's job. That's true. Dude, GTG you just sold to me because I went to their website and one of the things under features is a super sleek, modern, native GTK user interface. No Electron web app bullshit. <laughs> oh, <talk. laughs> Isn't it great? Fuck Electron. Yeah, it's funny. I love but it. But they use XML, so it's probably trash. No, it makes it super easy to parse your tasks. Yeah, okay. I actually wrote a task merger for it. What does that do? It merges the XML and, you, you know, syncs through SSH. So if you have, like, a desktop and a laptop and there's like a bunch of like bullshit like rest apis for it that'll do that for you but fuck them they're bullshit brent doesn't like it because they did something before no it, they did well, it differently no than no no, no. i'm not turning up a fucking django app for like that hasn't been maintained in months by the way so who knows if it still works for like a fucking xml file merge i'm not doing that that's dumb that's what she anyways said. point being so i use paramico and lxml and it just merges them together and then syncs that's cool so all of my tasks are the same on all machines. GTG I mean, doesn't even he, need if, to be running for it to do. If that works for you, that works for you. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, we're not saying that you can't do that. Right. What we're saying is if a pen and paper is more beneficial to you, then, then by do all it. means. So, Brent, is there like a task or your server equivalent for whatever the fuck, GNOME GTG? GTG? Well, yeah, there's a, there's a Django shit one. But so, so you don't synchronize two. it across your device. I don't use the Django bullshit. I do synchronize it, but I use a Python script to do it. So you have oh, to cool. manually run it? No, I can cron it. Oh. Or I can I notify it. If how, I often really does that, to. how often does that run? Uh, Five minutes, I think I set it to. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. You know, I've thought about it's getting back into using so Task Warrior, but I just haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it. I feel uh, like the problem with every like to-do task-based system really kind of drops the ball when it comes to consolidating across multiple machines. Task Warrior, Task Server is not bad. It's not bad? I don't think it's bad. I use it on all of my... I don't now. I kind of got out of the habit a while ago, but Mm. for two years I used it, and it was fine. You know, I bet I could write a parser and converter between GTG and Task Warrior. That would be an interesting idea. I'd be into that. Yeah. What I like about Task Warrior is, you know, like... Any, even on my phone, as long as I can shell into my Linode, I can still access my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. I do wish there is an Android client that you can set up, and I have used it, but it's kind of ass. Mm. So yes. at one point in time, I thought about rewriting that. Mm-hmm. But then you'd have to but go I... through the bullshit process of the Android Play Store. Oh my god! But you know what? Well, I've also At never least... written an Android app. Well, so they're, they're both they're that. both absolutely crappy to deal with. I mean, Apple. I also Apple thought about worse, but Android. I also thought about just making a, a web front end for it that I could run on the VPN only. Mm. You know. Yeah, I guess you could. Okay, yeah. but we're we're getting off track. Yeah, we are getting off track. So, by the way, we're an hour. In the I know. Road. I see. That's fine. I mean, I don't care. I care. I got to take a piss. Well, it's going to edit down. Oh, it's shut okay. up. You'll be fine. Pee your pants. The other tool riches. the other tool i didn't think i would need is a good microphone but that's because i have been telecommuting and now everyone's discovering that and now everyone's discovering that and you can't buy a webcam for like the last four can't buy webcam. I, meanwhile i have three i think I have two. plus the integrated one on my laptop right so i am webcammed out and i i have them for different reasons but I have different ones yeah. for different reasons, I should say. You need one for the crotch and then one for the No, face. no. <laughs> I have one that's more wide angle and one that's more high definition. Okay. So. What else have you realized that you need? 
You know what I would say is a comfortable chair since we're working oh, from yeah. home. Yeah, you comfortable know. chair. Like that's the, like people don't realize how long we actually sit. Like, and you take your office chairs for granted. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like, and you know, a comfortable, decent chair, and also a comfortable, decent desk. Like, you don't want to just pop up on a like a little portable like desk a card or table or and, something. And a kitchen chair, like you need an actual like solid desk and a good chair mm-hmm. to work from home. Because I mean, your comfort is more important than being able to do your job. You know, like, if you're not comfortable, yeah. You're going to get up more often. You're going to be walking around. You're not going to be at your desk doing your job. And a lot of that is acclimatization. So I used to be able to just work like sitting cross-legged on the floor at the laptop. And that was fine. Sure. But I used to be able to do that as too. The and years then I went on, and I kind of upgraded my chair and desk game mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. I can't go back. I mm-hmm. cannot go back. I, I just can't focus otherwise. So, yeah. Yeah. So do be forewarned. Like you will feel a lot more comfortable and you will feel yourself becoming more focused because of ergonomics or whatever that bullshit. But oh, yeah. it's really hard to go back in the other direction. So, yep, it right. is. I actually, right. this past week, in the end of last week, for whatever reason, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll work on the couch for a few days. And I was just, I mean, I, I was in pain. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm allergic to the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the hell was that? That's uh, so yeah. weird. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Get a desk, stick to it. Mm. And a good chair. Yep. Yep. Those are definitely things I did not expect. Get a, get a decent mouse, you know? Get a decent mouse, get a decent keyboard. I mean, you know. Yeah, I have a trackball mouse and I fucking love it. Really? Oh, man. Listen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. They're so... I never liked I don't think I, I, I don't. Dude, I didn't oh. for a long time, but work bought me one. They're like, hey, we have, by the end of the year, we have to spend this money mm-hmm. on, you know, office stuff. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll take a new mouse because I already if got. You're gonna twist my arm. Yeah, then sure. So I got a Kensington Orbit. Okay. And Ooh, Kensington's really? all, right. Okay. all right. The one thing is, a couple of of weeks, maybe like a couple months into using it, the trackball started to get like less slick. So I read. You got to clean it regularly, yeah. dude. I clean it, but I also read a thread on Reddit about adding. There's like a dry silicone lubricant you can get in a can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not spraying the whole ball, but just spraying the little rests that the ball yeah, sit yeah, on yeah, the yeah, contacts, yeah. the ball bearings. I did that, yep. and it's like the smoothest fucking Night thing ever. Day, right? It's yeah. amazing. You but know what? Tell me what you got because I need to do the same well, thing. Yeah, I'll you know send what? Yeah, just I'll, I'll link it in the show notes. Just send it in the IRC. You know what cracks me up? No, kids these days, or I think we just lost Jayfun. No, he's here. Okay, kids these days are just now discovering essentially mouse balls. What? Oh yeah. Because the trackballs yeah. or what? Uh-huh. I mean, trackballs yeah. have been around for a yeah, long yeah. time. Since maybe yeah, late yeah, yeah. 80s. But, like, they're really making a yeah. resurgence now. And, yeah. you know... Well, they're realizing that the ball, if taken, if properly treated, is much more fine than a freaking mouse that you hold in your hand, you know? Again, a lot of that, I think, is, pers- like, preferential. Like, I will never get used sure. to it. I just tactilely, I hate it. I hate you, holding my hand you in one spot. You don't have to. I have another question, yeah. actually. We have an answer. Do you guys Maybe. have a trackpad recommendation for a desk, not for your laptop? Jathan, I meant links to the trackball, not the, not the lubricant. Oh. <laughs> well, do both. Yeah. And when you're done with that, what was your question again? I got distracted because you linked to the wrong thing. I bought a Legion, like, desk mat that's a full, that's not a full length of my desk, but it's, you know, it's like two feet or three feet across, mm-hmm. and I love it. I mean, it's it's black. It has very minimal lettering. Yeah, and Brent and it, I actually it, talked about this the other day. Mm-hmm. I have a huge desk mat too. Mine's Aukey A U K E Y. 
yeah, yeah. This yeah. is actually yours is like one inch wider and mine is like one inch longer, right? Yeah, yeah we, they're yeah. really close in size. They're really close in size, but it's nice to have that huge space for your mouse, your keyboard, everything. Yeah. But no, my question was a good trackpad for use on your desk, as opposed to a mouse. So like, or what's any, a not Apple equivalent to the Magic Trackpad? Well, I mean, oh, any. I don't think there is. I, I feel like most people use optical mice these days, right? I know, but so, I'm yeah. asking if you guys have used a trackpad and if you would recommend one. I don't think so. Oh, a trackpad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I but for a desk, not pad. for your laptop, oh, obviously. No, no, no. I don't think so. Do I they don't make trackpads for desktops? like trackpads, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Apple has a. Has I mean, a Apple has the Magic it's Trackpad, and then actually really highly rated by a lot of hmm. people. But I yeah, Lenovo's Trackpad mm-hmm. also. They make a keyboard trackpad combo for your desk that has the little touch point if you're into that. Would you classify that as yes. something you didn't know you needed? No. I it depends not. if you love your Lenovo laptop. Yeah, I guess. Which I do, but I have a keyboard that okay. I love. Well, we're not talking about the little little thing between, the little nut between your keys. We're, we're talking about things you didn't think you needed. All right, but okay. we got off track, and this is, I just asked. Right. Okay. Okay, well, sure. ask us Fair later enough. when we're not recording okay. the show. <laughs> god, you guys are fucking dickholes. You're dickholes. Oh hole. my gosh. What else? <laughs> huh. I mean, I would say some sort of handy wipes. You never know when you're going to grab a rack that's dirty. Uh, yeah. Or any just kind of mildly damp cloth. Doesn't need to be handy wipes necessarily, but yeah, anything to clean your hands. Or right, that's, that's or what I'm like it's not so good for, like, the screwing in part, but for actually racking when you worry about, like, pinching your fingers. Just yeah. a, a simple pair of, like, mechanics leather gloves or something. The thin leather, not, yes. like, the yes, electrician yes, yes. gloves, but, like, the really thin working yes. gloves. Those are great. Because there's a lot of sharp edges you're dealing with, and you don't want to, you know... Personally, I would rather a glove get snagged than my finger. So, yeah, there's it does cut down on the pinching incidents and things like that. So the And they're really sure. nice and form-fitting, too. A lot of the newer work gloves are. I really like that. But yeah, work gloves are, are great for if you're in the DC. Correct. Correct. I was going to suggest a pair of gloves mm-hmm. for that. What's funny? That What's nature? so funny, Jathan? I'm not laughing. Oh, I thought you were laughing. By the way, Jathan, oh. I think the wubs are coming from your end. Wub, 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 yeah. wub. They're wubbing all over the place. Jathan. Are you, are you doing dubstep yeah, with everybody? What's going on? Starting a, is a burgeoning dubstep DJ. I'm <laughs> listening. Well, you. I mean, I do actually see some weird oddity in my audacity track. But I don't think anything is. I don't know what's causing it. Anyway. Okay. Fair enough. It sounds almost electrical in nature. Like you've got. Yeah, I mean, it is. You remember how I told you my access point was making noise? Is it? My mic is sitting next to my access point. Mm. Anyways. That could be it. I can't think of anything else offhand for this time. Me neither. Jathan, do you have anything else? I think we've fucking alcohol. Yeah, uh, I feel like I feel like that's a given. Uh, uh, yeah, not uh, just a little. Yeah, don't skimp. Depending on the week, buy a big depending on the week, you might need a, a little bit of you liquid consolation. Yeah. Anyway, no, I think that's all I got too. Okay, cool. Now, Jathan, if you have twenty six, eighty seven. God. We have entirely too much fun. This, this is time. ridiculous. We gotta stop doing if you that. Have, stop having fun. <laughs> if you have, if you have four, a for you, and you're missing <laughs> one 
rack nut. How many rack nuts do you have? 87. That is not right at all. That's the... <laughs> what kind of Go rack seven. are you mounting in? Seven rack nuts. What? Dude, most of my four U are still only four on the front and four on the back. Even if they're a four U? Yes. Yeah. Yikes. I'm looking at, hold on a second. I got a four U over here. I can look at it. I think it's what Jaython says. It's, it's two on either side. Yeah, front and back. One top, one bottom, front and back. Okay. Yeah. Well, that. Well, the, the one that I've got doesn't even go full length, so it would only be two. Why would two Why would they not nut it? I don't know. <laughs> I can't even I don't know. Why would they not put? Why wouldn't they bust a nut on that? Don't thing? even do not. Why would they again. skeet that? What? No, no, no. But why? Why would they not <laughs> fasten it to, every, to the entire rest bit? I don't know, I don't man. Know. I don't know because I, that's I a lot of screws. Yeah, but it's a lot of screws. Or fucking heavy. Depends. Four U is mean, fucking heavy. I don't think there's anyway. That's right. Okay, dude. Even my four U anyway. boxes that are J bots, just hard drives. They don't have more than that. Okay. Point being, Jathan, tell us your fifteen. Point clams. being, right. So that joke was ruined. By it the was. Way. It was. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jathan. Good job. Well, Brent ruined it. Anyway, whatever. I wanted to talk briefly about an issue ahead. So we've obviously all been working from home a lot more. There's lots of people using Zoom. We've talked about Zoom. We know Zoom that Zoom me. is probably an evil company based on their views on encryption and all kinds of other shit. That's fine. I, I don't care. They I'm are not here. By I the way, hold on. Four one use. Okay, sorry. I'm not here to discuss the that. politics of Zoom. But recently, an update on my laptop, whether it was to Zoom or to something else on my computer made it so that when I opened Zoom, everything was fucking big and fuzzy, like the resolution was detected wrong or something. Wait, wait, wait. Is that an Electron app? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. It's a QT application. Right. That's even weirder. Okay. So, wow. in particular... Was this the only application that was affected like this? Yes. It's the only thing I had. So, I started to dig into it. I'm trying to downgrade Zoom, and I, I was able to do that by one version, but not... I think I'd updated multiple times since that I noticed, mm -hmm. and it, it didn't work. So finally today I'm looking into it more. I'm looking into it more, the way you and I realized it just, did it work? It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. So you know today I'm looking into it more, and all of a sudden I realized that <laughs> Zoom is a QT application. Uh -huh. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it didn't fucking work. <laughs> these fucking yahoos out <laughs> so anyway so i uh i find out that it's a qt application and i start looking into how qt does cutie pie no <laughs> does scaling on high dpi displays mm -hmm. and to What's be totally display? yeah it's you know the x1 carbon so the resolution is basically uh 2560 by 1440 isn't that isn't that Three K or whatever it's called, or I think it's like yeah, I don't know what the designation is, but anyway, yeah, yeah, anyway. So I find out that there's environment variable called Qt underscore scale underscore factor mm -hmm. that all Qt applications traditionally will look for. So you know, just kind of out of the blue, I set this and I launch Zoom. So at first I set it to two because I thought that by default it would probably be one. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to see is could I fuck it up more? So I set it to two. I open it and sure as shit, it was bigger. <laughs> okay. 
So then I'm like, well, well I, I wonder if it accepts non-integer values. So I set it to 0.5, and when I reopened it, it was just like it had been before whatever broke. Mm -hmm. So then the next thing I had to do, of course, so first of all, if you're experiencing this on Linux, here's a solution. The next problem was, though, how do I, you know, so I launch all my applications from D menu in i3. And so I didn't know how to start launching Zoom with that environment variable set every time. Because I tried setting it, like, I didn't know, does a bash profile get sourced when you log into a graphical environment? The answer is no, by the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it turns well, out... Well, you asked about bash profile, but not dot profile. Right. So it turns right. out that there's a dot profile you can put your home directory that most graphical login managers... I use LXDM. I've also verified it works on LXDE. Is that an XDG thing? I don't know. That feels like an Wait, XDG LXDE thing. is a whole desktop environment. What am I thinking of? LightDM is what I meant to say. Mm -hmm. So it works on LXDM and Light. DM, but they look for that dot profile file and they set anything in there. So hmm. I just exported that variable in that file. It's the only line I have in there. That file didn't exist before, and now it works on every log. Everything. Yeah. Wow. So well, did you have the other thing I wanted to talk about? Yes. It doesn't just source it. I don't know. I actually I just tried exporting it. I haven't tried it not exporting. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. I could. Interesting. Interesting. But the interesting part of this, the the cool thing is, uh, you know. When I first got my X1 Carbon, in general, things look weird on it. Like, they're disproportionately large for the the resolution of the display. Mm. Well, are you, you're using i3, right? Because it will use the... I've, I've experienced this on my P50. If you set it to the default scaling, shit looks really weird. You have to go through and fuck with everything. Yeah, so... In general, with i3, you can customize the size of font and menu bar so it's easy to fix. But then, like, what about applications like Firefox or Chrome? Mm -hmm. Right. So what I can tell you, I don't use Chrome, so I can't speak to that, but it was an example. But Chrome actually looks pretty good on here when I do open it. But Firefox and Thunderbird, if you go into the About Config, you can actually set the scaling. You know, And it accepts, same thing, it accepts a, a non-integer. So, you know, the default is 1, I recommend starting with 0.5, and if that's too small, scale up to 0.75 or whatever, and just find what works for you. I wonder if you could just in particular, you set this in your in the launch for that uh, in the uh, about. In the dot profile. I'm no, 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 no. These you set in the about config yeah, yeah, for yeah. Firefox oh, and Thunderbird. Okay, right. uh, okay, but, right. but so what I was going to say is, in general, like GNOME has a scaling factor for the whole desktop environment, but it doesn't necessarily apply to GTK applications underneath it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but some will. So. You know, just if you're looking at an application and it's not respecting your scaling factor that you set for your whole desktop environment, make sure you look to see if that application has its own scaling settings because many of them do. Now, I'm wondering what would happen if you unset that scaling factor and instead made a wrapper that exports, it would have to be an export in this case, exports that variable with 0.5 and then called zoom inside the wrapper. Oh, it works totally fine. It works with that. Yes, because okay. the line so that, that I sent you earlier was... Isolating it to a specific application. Yes. Weird. Now, as far as I know, that was one thing I thought of is, you know, as far as I know, though, that's the only QT application I have installed. Uh, like, I can't think of another that I have. You can see what depends on QT lib. On QT lib. I mean, that might yeah, be... Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, in my package manager, yeah. Yeah, that's an option. You could obviously, you know, depending how you launch it, you might be able to just make an alias in your bash RC and that would work fine. Sure. Mm -hmm. For me, though, in the way that I call things, that didn't work. Yeah, the dot profiles, uh, good fix. Good job sourcing that. So, yeah, that's just, uh, you know, it's something I experienced. I didn't even know that file fucking existed. 
I did. Did you? No, you mm-hmm. didn't know shit. You didn't know shit. I did actually. Yeah, this is one of the files nice. that's, that's one of the files sourced when you log in. Well, mm-hmm. just in general, mm-hmm. or can be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I did pass my LPEC. Thank you very much. Oh, that doesn't mean much. I know what a dot profile is. Jesus Christ, you fucking dick! Is it an is it part of the XDG spec, Peyton? I'm not aware of that. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just trying to find out. Take that. By the way, it's <laughs> under art. It is probably just QT5 or QT4. Yeah. So you can oh. just check the uh, required, the depends on. Sure, sure. Or requires for that. Required by, rather. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Anyways. Is that the last of the claims you have for us? That's all I got. Okay. Well, I think we're going to close this out. This has been System Minutes Trivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Pete. See you around.